Hey church, I'm Mikey and it's so great to be speaking to you this morning. In John 9, Jesus is walking with his disciples and they see a blind man. They ask Jesus a really deep question on the spot. Who sinned for the man to become blind? Was it either his parents or the blind man himself? I love it that the disciples present Jesus with two options, but then Jesus being Jesus makes a third option. He says neither. The reason he is blind is not anyone's fault, however, it is an opportunity for people to see what God can do. What would life look like if at those moments where we want to blame someone or even God for something, we instead see this as an opportunity for God to do something? We often think that it can be reassuring for us to know that someone is at fault or think there must be a reason why something hasn't worked out like we wanted it to. Jesus doesn't see it like that. Jesus isn't in the blame game that we sometimes so often find ourselves in. The disciples' understanding of things was way off. They thought the blind man or his parents must have done something to deserve to be blind. They had a legalistic outlook on faith, as this is what they would have seen from the religious leaders of the day. But how Jesus flips this on its head is just amazing. He shows the disciples that hopelessness is not deserved and how it's not a destination. He shows them if we see those moments as an opportunity for God to do something, to renew our soul and to take us out of what we are in and to come out of the other side changed, other people will be impacted by them. So my first point, hopelessness to hope. Jesus is in the miracle game. The aim of the miracle game is simply for people having the opportunity to see the power of God turning hopelessness into hope. That's the game I want to be in. Looking back on my life, I've not experienced much hopelessness and I'm incredibly fortunate for that. Something that I have struggled with, however, has been my relationship with my biological dad. This is something that I struggle to be open about as it's not something um, that's you know, completely resolved. However, God has worked a miracle in me from where I was 10 years ago to where I am now. Growing up, I was still lucky enough to have a mum, dad and sister. They were amazing. They supported me and provided for me. However, knowing that I had a biological dad who for different reasons wasn't in my life was hard. I was angry about it. Every time it would be spoken about at home, I would shout and want the conversation to finish. I wanted to blame people for it because I couldn't understand why I had a family like that. I thought being able to blame someone for it would somehow make me feel better about it. Growing up, it was always there in the back of my head, niggling away at me. I would love to say that there's been a complete restoration and healing of the relationship. That isn't something that has happened. However, I know that there has been healing in my heart. Emotionally, how I feel about this, how I view myself and view myself as a parent looks vastly different to how I would have viewed those things 10 years ago. I know there's still a lot of work for God to do within me. However, I know and believe that he is in the miracle game. I know that he wants a hopeless situation brought back to a situation that brings hope to more than just those involved. Where in our lives or who do we know where there is an opportunity for God to perform miracles and turn hopelessness into hope? It could be a physical miracle of healing, of diseases, injuries, emotional healing. It could be the miracle of God providing a job, a car, a house or a family. Often we need to take a step back and say, God, you are in control of this situation. Come heal and restore me and this situation and bring hope for others to see. In 2 Corinthians 4.18, it says this. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. This is such a powerful verse 
And when we take time to take it in, it can, re it can be really challenging to fix our gaze on something that is unseen. This is not something that comes naturally to us. This is why following Jesus is so opposite to the world we live in. But by doing so, we fix our eyes on God, who is permanent and unshakable. Later on in John 9, Jesus finds the man who has been healed and who now can see. People are shocked that this man is the same man. His neighbours aren't sure if he just looks similar. The Pharisees, who were the religious leaders, had thrown him out on the street. They were questioning him about how he could now see. They didn't think that Jesus could be from God because he performed a miracle on the Sabbath, which was a day of rest. So my second point, blindness to sight. This is what Jesus said in John 9, 39. This is from the message translation. I came into the world to bring everything into the clear light of day, making all the, all the distinctions clear so that those who have never seen will see and those who have made a great pretense of seeing will be exposed as blind. These men who claimed to be men of God, but were actually the ones who were blind. They were spiritually blind. The man who was just a nobody whose eyes had been opened also had his heart opened to knowing the saviour of the world. The Pharisees had allowed their legalistic view of what the Messiah would look like to keep them from the revelation of who Jesus was. Isn't it great that Jesus takes us nobodies and opens our eyes to see him and then gives us the authority to go into the world and share the good news so people can see who God is for themselves. I used to think that I knew what life would be like with a baby. However, in actual fact, I was blind to the reality of it. I knew nothing. I thought that I would still get enough sleep and that I wouldn't be woken up during the night. For us, at least, this is not the case. We can be blind to so much. We can be blind to our past experiences, our insecurities that have shaped us, or things that have been left unresolved. We can be blind to what God is doing in our life and the lives of other people because maybe our theology has put God in a box. We can be blind to the incredible future that God has for each one of us that He is calling us to step into. The best news is that all we have to do is ask. God to open our eyes spiritually physically he can do it we just need to let him remember he is in the miracle game not the blame game he wants to turn our hopelessness into hope and our blindness into true sight so we can then go and tell people what God has done in our lives and what God can do in their lives father God Thank you for this incredible story. Thank you that you love us enough to want to come face to face with our hopelessness and you want to turn it into hope. Thank you, God, that you won't stop at anything for us to truly see who you are. We pray, God, that you would show us where you can restore hope in our lives and where you can show us what you want to do. In your name. Amen.